This is a session of Off the Dome. Off the Dome. Quick recordings of things on my mind that uh, people are dealing with. May help you out, may not. Off the Dome. This message is entitled Who's the problem? Who's the problem in bad relationships? Who's the problem in bad relationships? This is part one. Not sure how many parts I'll have, but I want to talk about this situation because it seems like when people are going through a relationship problem, the first reaction they have is finger pointing at the other person, at other people, at um, things on the outside, things on the inside. Who's the problem? when it comes to bad relationships. And you may notice that people don't even have finger-pointing issues when everything is gravy, when everything is all good, when everything is, you know, peachy key. Uh, you know, nobody want to finger-point because everything is cool. What I wanted to point out is, first and foremost, Most relationships, they start out good. So it really isn't a reason to finger point if there's nothing to complain about. However, the a bad relationship eventually gets bad based off things that were ignored when it was good. You know, the stuff you let slide, the, the things that were not addressed or confronted. Bad relationships. Who, who's the problem? When everything was all good and you putting up your little posts and taking trips and, you know, all of a sudden everybody becomes counselors when they're in a good relationship. You know, everybody becomes sophisticated, you know, uh, specialists you know, in a relationship that's good. But when things get bad, you notice a different attitude and behavior of people. You notice that they withdraw themselves in most cases. They pull back. You got this phrase nowadays that say, you know, something's going to do me. I need to lay low for a little bit. It's amazing because no matter who you are, at one point in time in your life, you probably heard yourself saying this. As if, though, things about your life, you're just now finding out that you need to lay alone in some areas. And deal with the elephant in the room. <clears throat> Bad relationships. Who's a problem? Now, before I start getting into the different 
traits that lead to bad relationships. I wanted to point out that most people know where their relationship is headed. Most people know and have a feeling where their relationship is headed as soon as they get with someone. Because the way things are addressed, the way things are presented, the way things happen, the way y'all connected, the way it all popped off has been symbolic of traits that has lingered in your life, the other person's life, family member lives, friends' lives. It's so similar to where you can script this thing out like it's a soap opera. But for some odd reason, people find themselves just jumping back into the same type of relationship that they just got out of. So when you are in a relationship that has turned bad, remember, you're not jumping into a bad relationship. It became a bad relationship. When you're at that point, now all of a sudden, you're brand new to things. It's all brand new. Like, man, I had no idea. That's the part we got to deal with first. That's the thing we have to deal with first. And that is called, number one, self-accountability. Self-accountability is one of those things that a lot of people aren't taught. You know, especially in society of the uh, demographic of what I've grown up in and what I've saw. Everything is normally, typically, typically, the man's fault. Just, it's like almost like a rule of thumb. Let's start with him first. Why? Because they have this all of a sudden uh, revelation. All of a sudden, now this man's so important. God made you first. You the man. So now, the revelation of who he is normally wasn't even... Uh, uh, how can I put it um, it wasn't respected at some point but now all of a sudden when it's bad in most cases the man because he's the quote unquote man and the, the person that was made first and uh, supposed to be the husband and supposed to be the man normally that's the, a card that's pulled but before you could start to point fingers, the point of this message is to teach people to understand, number one, you have to always raise your hand in any situation because it's quick to raise your hand when things are cool. When everything's all good, hand is flying in the air. When things start hitting the fan, now you turn into no limit soldiers talking about it ain't my fault you know turn into mystical <clears throat> so self-accountability helps an individual look in the mirror before they jump into something that's going to pull a piece of their life away so no matter how you look at it no matter how you look at it relationships are things that take up space in your life. 
and I'm not saying it in a bad way, but it's something that you commit to. Watch this. With another individual that you're trusting, you're giving your time, your resources, your soul, your body, your thoughts, your hopes, your wishes, your dreams, your future. You're giving that up with another individual. But at the same time, that individual is doing the same thing with you. So why am I talking about self-accountability? Because there's certain things you notice about a person right off the bat. You know, we try to fit people in our own mold, you know, and we give exceptions to the rule. You know, they give these exceptions and we give, they call it the benefit of the doubt. We do all this. And then cry and complain when that benefit of doubt has been pulled. <clears throat> and the reason why my people are suffering in relationships is because they're going in to relationships breached. Y'all know what I'm talking about, breached, right? So when a baby's birth, they come through the canal the safest way, head first. You see what I'm saying? Follow me. A baby is naturally, they call it natural childbirth. When they're having a natural childbirth, that baby comes through the canal, the birth canal, head first. Listen, head first, crown first. Their mind enters the earth first. But when the doctors see that the baby has turned up side down or sideways uh, coming out foot first or in a way that's not natural in a way that's that's not head first the doctor then alerts the staff hey man we got a problem if we try to pull this baby out feet first it can kill the mother and the baby. The baby's breached. Before his life outside the wound even starts. So there's people who are in relationships right now. The initial beginning of the relationship was breached. So instead of them handling the problem, having the emergency surgery, performing the C-section of this and taking the baby out, watch this, in the unnatural way, before, before there's any type of damage to the mother and to the baby, they decide to go ahead and give birth through the birth canal instead of head first, it's feet first. And there's a high probability 
that baby ain't gonna make it. It's a high probability the mother ain't gonna make it. There's a high probability, listen, it's gonna be some long-term damage. And whenever you enter the relationship breached with full transparency and full accountability, this could be some damages off the bat. So number one is self-accountability because it's your job to be patient enough, to be wise enough, to be observant enough to not birth any relationships breached. You should see, we should see as a people, all these relationships around us, before us, on the side of us, after us. We should see enough relationships to know. Man, I don't I don't want to have a breach relationship. So number one is self-accountability. Who are you? Who's the problem? Who's the problem? Because it's sadly, in most cases, it really isn't until after the relationship is damaged that people get the thought of, man, where did... They start thinking back. They start thinking way back to the beginning. To the beginning when the relationship was birthed. What, what's wrong with this relationship? Well, there were things you were doing. There were things the other person was doing that was breached in the relationship. And you've seen it. And sometimes people say, well, I didn't, I didn't even know. Okay, all right. Well, just because you didn't see something don't mean you didn't feel something. See, before things pop off and before somebody show you their quote-unquote true color, man, you feel it. The Most High has given you the ability to feel. That's why you enter in head first. Because you're using your mind. That was something between your legs. You see that? You came into this relationship. It was birthed with your mind. Not with your legs. See, when that happens, now you got to rely when you when, when 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 that happens, you rely back on what got you in a relationship in the first place, and then you're able to see which one was the right method. You're in a bad relationship, and you're taking self accountability. You go back to using your mind. I didn't say if you're in a bad relationship that you just. Throw it all out. 
I'm saying you must have gotten away from something. And you use your mind. Not your legs. Because your legs, if you started with your legs, you go in with your legs. If you enter to a relationship by what you have in between your legs, you're going to think that's going to solve the problem and it won't. Because when you're a damaged child in a relationship or you're the damaged or it's a damaged uh, birth relationship, you're going to find other breached relationships. You're going to find people who are also in other breached, broken relationships that entered their relationship. Watch this. Legs first. Now y'all got something in common. You're not using your head. They're, they're not using their head because that's not how they got into their relationship. Now y'all become friends. Now you do more damage to the relationship that you're in with somebody else in the same type of predicament. And that becomes something perpetual. Who's the problem? Who's the problem? Yeah. Now that we examine ourselves and take responsibility, take ownership, it should teach us to be reluctant before we get into relationships and to find out who we are. Who are we? Meaning, not only what I'm bringing to the table, not only addressing my own behavior, but who's the other person? You have to take accountability, to believe it or not, for the other person. Why? Because two becomes one. You got to realize this other person, that's about to be a part of me. And I'm about to be a part of them. So, yeah, self-accountability is about protecting yourself, too. Because if you just jump into something with somebody that may have all type of breached issues, if you enter in head first, you go see that. You go see that and your mind go tell you, nah, something not right. Something's not natural. Something's breached. But that's when you're thinking head first, mind first. You follow me? But if not, you're going to jump into something breached and then complain about how breached it is. When you were impatient, when you can resist temptation, when you didn't have no morals, when you couldn't see ahead of yourself because you didn't use your mind, when you are just as responsible now, time has been wasted, money's been lost, hearts are broken, ain't no future in your fronting. Remember that? 
So this is just on my mind this morning because uh, I noticed trends, you know. When you use the wisdom of the Most High, He teaches you to keep your mouth shut and your eyes open. Yeah, it's good to have your ears open too, but your eyes will show you, always show you more. Things can be misinterpreted with your ears without using your eyes. But if you're using both of them, hey, pay attention. And when I see these things in public's eye, I gotta help my people. So I'm hoping that messages like this allow people to walk to that mirror and see themselves like Oh, wait. That's on me. And this isn't about, oh, it's on me, but I'm blaming my daddy, I'm blaming my mama, I'm blaming my ex, I'm blaming, I start blaming people. No, this is you. You birthed this relationship breached, then the damages are on you. There's a waiver you signed to where you can't complain about it. So the question asks, who's the problem? Well, the answer is, who do you think the problem is? Who's the problem? When everything is haywire and it's off the chain, no more hugging posts, no more smiley faces, no more kissy faces. You know, no more sleeping in the same room, no more trips, no more soft tones when you talk, no more holding hands. Come on, you know what happens when people are about to just call it quits. Everything is just like opposite. You know, then you start bringing other people in your relationship. Man, she did this, man. I can't. She she this whoop whoop whoop. He that. Whoop whoop whoop. That's that's the norm. Which is unfortunate because they're not in your relationship. And if you want to fix a broken relationship, you gotta first recognize the problems. So the first thing in this message is called, um, well, the point basically is self-accountability. Take full responsibility. You take full responsibility. Why? Because it's going to help you not be angry. And when a man or a woman is angry, it leads to wrath. Wrath leads to sin. And those are the things you cannot come back from. Those are the things that you pay a high price for. And you're you're unable to really take back the things you say. No matter how hard you try. It's hard to take back even the things you do. It's already done in this time continuum. So the best thing to do is use your head. 
Use your head. Before, before you get into a relationship. Now, I'm not saying those relationships where you did use your head, you both used your head to the best of your ability to won't have any problems. I'm not saying that. But when you are in this type of relationship and you use your head, you can find the problem. And you don't mind using your head to get out the problem. This uh, message wasn't to say, oh, just dissolve your relationship. I, Me personally, I, I really hate broken relationships, regardless if you entered in a breach store using your head. I hate them because it tears people apart, tears families apart, friendships, relationships, you name it. It just tears a lot. It just rips it up. But how to survive it when you're going through a, a bad patch, you're going through a bad patch, you're going through a, this is, this little tight time. Don't be so quick to use your legs and run. Don't be so quick to, you know, bounce. Learn something new that mama didn't teach you and daddy may not have taught you. And all your homies and friends, they're not a good example of. Use your mind. Most relationships can be salvaged. People just quit. They quit. You know, let me start over. Something like video games back in the day. You're doing cool in the video game, but your high, your score ain't as high as you, you want it. You want a perfect game. So you just let me just reset. Hit the reset button and start all over. And you never really pass that level. You never really get your skills up. Because you quit so much. Don't know how to take self-accountability. Self it's everybody else's fault. You have a whole list, front and back. It's everybody's fault. It's his fault, her fault. They blaming the dog, the goldfish. Well, who fault it is? So you walk through life faultless. Or you, you play it off the hip, low-key, talking about, you know, you know I, I have my ways, but, you know, it's not... You're not as crazy as the other person, and you're both breached, or whatever. But when you use your mind, my point is, use your mind, be patient. That's the only way you can have self-accountability. got to take full scope of yourself. You got to take a full diagnostic. A full diagnostic. I know diagnostics are costly. You hate paying diagnostics because you got a feeling you know what the problem is, but you got to take it in, your vehicle in for a diagnostic to be sure. So before you start raising your hand to what well, ain't working, we'll take a full diagnostic first. I remember one of my sermons when I was young, when I was in Christianity, churchanity, insanity. <laughs> I had this message called, what do you do when the problem is you? Man, people to this day, people to this day remember that message. You know, and that's the that's the key of a diagnostic because, man, it, 
that report come back, man. It's on you. You know, you got to do something about that. You can't blame somebody else for your problem. Stop that. You know, this isn't, you know, third grade when you left your back, somebody took your backpack. We grown up in this place. And our people got to stop jumping in relationships' legs first. Thinking that the bottom part of their body has more value than their top part. You, you're entering in bottom first. You enter in where the area of your survival, things exit out of there. But your mind, things enter into your mind. So the things that help you grow and develop is what the Most High wants you to enter into a relationship with first. Because if not, you can come out and do more damage than you initially anticipated. So, I hope this word was encouraging. Hope this is something that was impactful. We're doing 30 minute segments. I'll shoot another, shoot another. <laughs> I'll record another audio for part two of Who's the Problem? Off the Dome. It's called Off the Dome. It's when I got something on my mind, nothing's written down. Everything is more or less off the dome. Who is a problem? Self-accountability.